The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Oh my gosh, I am here in Regina, Saskatchewan, and we are, well, this is the morning of day two of how to change anything with ease. And uh, it was also asking to be the radio show this week. So how does it get any better than that? Uh, It's been such a phenomenal class. I am so thrilled with the people who chose it and where they're willing to go and what they're willing to change and oh how does it get any better than this so yeah the radio show this week how to change anything with ease and this is often how I do my classes when I get invited to an area unless they're specifically asking for a class that I've already created or bars or foundation or something like that uh, you know, the host and I have a conversation about the area and what they think is being asked of. And then I take that information and I basically commune with the area, keeping in mind, you know, what the host has talked about. And so I'm not even sure. I think I was in Australia, so a few months ago, uh, and I was contacted by a gal to come to Regina and do something other than the foundation or a different class than I'd even done before. So in talking with her and looking at the energy of the area and communing with it, it was this how to change anything with ease. And at the time it was like, wow, really? And I apparently had some points of view around Regina, Saskatchewan. Now, I'm a Saskatchewan girl. I actually was born and raised, um, I mean, it was a few hours north of here, uh, but I was born and raised in Turtleford, Saskatchewan. So I am a Saskatchewanite. (laughs) And I apparently had some points of view because it really surprised me uh, that this class was asking to be here mostly because there's not a huge access community yet. <laughs> Notice I say yet in, in, in Saskatchewan. I mean, there's getting to be more and more and I mean, way more than five years ago when I started when there was nobody. <laughs> uh, and, and so anyway, I just followed the energy of it. Just like, okay, this is really, really cool. 
And uh, some of you might have seen my post on Facebook where when Hubby and I were flying back from Florence a couple weeks ago and got on the plane that was the eight-hour plane and thought, oh, I'm going to sleep, I'm going to watch some movies, I'm going to drink some wine, I'm going to, mm-hmm, totally different plan this class had for me where I sat and wrote a manual for the class. Uh, and again, I mean, I don't... I don't make myself the victim of that. Believe me, I love doing it. It was just totally different than what I had planned to do. And I have to say, I am so, so grateful that the class had the awareness to uh, ask for a manual with it because it ends up with, at this point, now it's going to change because, of course, this was the first class and, you know, I'm writing other tools down that we're talking about. But at this point, like when I started the class yesterday, They got a manual full of 30 tools to change. Now, let me go through the areas of of the manual. So we've got changing your point of view, changing problems with money, changing disharmony in your family, changing your body, changing pain and discomfort, changing upsets in relationships, changing business and career, changing judgment, struggles, obstacles, and fear, changing your ability to actualize everything you desire, and changing your capacity to create your future. And uh, and then so there's basically three tools in each of those areas. Now, what is so cool is that Each of those areas, or each of those tools, you can use in any area. You know, I did that more for, if somebody's really new to the tools, it's really ease for them to kind of look at the manual and go, okay, I've I've got fear right now, flip to that page, oh, okay, here's the tool. But so many of them are interchangeable, so it's so, so cool. And as the class is going, because the class isn't about me reading the manual to them, that would be boring for everybody. It's really about, you know, them bringing up whatever it is that they're struggling with or whatever it is they'd like to change. And me talking about whatever tool reads for that and, and going through the processing and all of that. And so then there's been other tools that have come up. So I've just kind of been making side notes. So I'm going to add to it. So uh, the next class for this is in Germany in uh, June. Gosh, escaping my mind, but I'll talk about it later. Um, in the first weekend in June in Munich, Germany. So And it'll be available in both English and German. So please be aware that that is a possibility too. You can join us there. And then a few weeks later, it'll also be in Copenhagen. It was originally set for Romania, and we've we've changed that to now Copenhagen. So it's the same dates, the same weekend, now just in Copenhagen. So uh, another possibility, and there's another um, looking at doing it in Edmonton area also. Uh, just don't have the dates yet for that. So do kind of keep it in your radar if this sounds fun. It's just been so amazing. I'm so excited by it. And and where we've been able to go with the class. Oh my gosh. So I wanted to share a few of the tools from the manual and really look at You know, a lot of people have the point of view that changing anything with ease is impossible. Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And of course, I never said before, but the the tools from this class and from this radio show are from Access Consciousness. You can find more information at accessconsciousness.com. And... Uh, the clearing statement I just ran, all those funny words, you can find more information about that at theclearingstatement.com. 
So one of the, one of the tools that I, I talk about a lot every radio show, probably every class, I mean, it's ongoing in my head, uh, is the interesting point of view tool. And that is actually probably the one that can change the most. And I, that's, there's, it takes some judgment for me to say that. So keep, you know, just take that with a grain of salt, but I don't, it, the reason that it does, the reason I'm saying it like that is that your point of view creates your reality. So every point of view that you have creates your reality. Every point of view you have <laughs> creates your reality. Your reality doesn't create your point of view. And, and you might have heard Dr. Dane here, one of the founders of Access, say that before. A lot of times Gary, the other founder of Access, uh, will say that, you know, Dane said. Um, but it's really something that if you can really start to see how that actually is in your life, you can change so much. Because if you have the point of view that money is hard to make, then you're going to continuously validate your reality that money is hard to make. So everywhere you've continuously validated your reality that money is hard to make, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And it's looking at it from, you know, what point of view do I have here that's, that's sticking me? What point of view do I have here that's keeping this the same? What point of view do I have here that isn't allowing this to change? You know, whatever question, but just to start really acknowledging that your point of view is what is actually stopping you from creating whatever it is you'd like to create, whether it's changing your body, changing your money situation, changing a relationship, it's your point of view that's saying, saying, dictating, basically, if it's changing or not. So the tool is interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Now, I'm sure many of you listening have heard this point of view, or this point of view, this tool, and you've probably even used it. So I'm going to just really invite you to pretend you've never heard it before to just drop the barriers, drop the, oh, Glenice, I've heard this before. I know that tool. Give me something new, whatever that might be going on in your head. Drop that. One of the gals in the class is such an inspiration because she's taken many, many, many access classes. And she was so willing to be in the class as, you know, maybe in a sense, kind of like a first timer. So not going, oh, I know that one. Oh, I don't need to know. Oh, I've, I know that one. I know that's she's not, she never chose that. It was like, oh my gosh, now I get that on another level. I didn't before. So I wonder what it would be like if we all chose that all the time, you know, instead of kind of walking and going, oh, I've heard that before. I've read that book before. I've talked to that person before, you know, just do everything as though it's the first time so that the barriers are down and you're totally present. So drop the barriers if you've heard this tool before and really look at the tool of interesting point of view is basically what you're saying is you're one, you're acknowledging you've got a point of view, like a limiting point of view in that moment. And two, when you go interesting point of view, I have this point of view, you're acknowledging it's just a point of view. It is not true. It is not real. It is just a point of view. 
So everything that is for you will you destroy and uncreate it all. Return to sender with consciousness. <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, there's a couple ways you can use it. So let's say you're sitting in traffic and you're really annoyed. <laughs> Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Usually three to five times is enough just to change it and you can go into your la-di-da. Um, and sometimes it takes more. It depends on what's going on. It also depends on how willing you are to change it. So it's it's just the playfulness of it and, and not making yourself wrong for having the point of view because a lot of times people will really judge themselves. It's like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have that point of view. I should be better than this. What's wrong with me? And And that's just... That's just maintaining that crazy. <laughs> so everywhere you've maintained the crazy, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. The other way you can do it is, let's say somebody's talking about how horrible the weather is and it's always horrible and we never get spring or we never get summer or it's never nice out or, you know, you know those sorts of points of view. And let's say you're aware that they have those points of view. It's not bringing up anything for you, except you're just aware that they have that point of view. You can, in your mind, say, interesting point of view, they have that point of view. So that you don't actually take it on. Because sometimes you can sit and listen to somebody long enough and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, the weather is horrible. <laughs> it's like you didn't have that point of view before. And for both interesting point of view, I have that point of view, or interesting point of view, they have that point of view, please keep that in your head. I have seen so many people use the tools as weapons, and it's so unkind. So if somebody's you know, saying to you, wow, the weather outside is horrible, and you go, well, interesting point of view you have, is that kind? Is that going to create more on the planet? Or is that just being an asshole? <laughs> So really be aware that, the, to, for me, the, and I mean, use your awareness, you can choose what you would like with it. For me, these the interesting point of view is for me, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. It goes on in my head. It doesn't get said outside my, you know, with my outside voice. Because it often, when it's delivered that way, it's got a judgment attached, which means the person who's saying, well, interesting point of view, you have that point of view, has the bigger point of view. <laughs> So they're just for your inside voice. And it's just to change your stuff because it's none of your business if somebody's going to hang on to a point of view or not. That's their choice. And to tell them that they should do otherwise, you have to be a superior bitch or superior bastard. So it just becomes an interesting point of view. And you run it and you run it and you run it. And I always say the brain is like a two-year-old. So you do need to give it things to play with. Otherwise, it's probably going to tap into this reality and go all crazy and judgmental and all of that nuttiness. So interesting point of view is one of the things I like to just have, you know, say over and over in my mind, even if I'm not looking at something specific. Let's say I'm just driving and, you know, it's a nice sunny day and I'm just la-di-da, uh, to keep my brain from going into the crazy of this reality, I might just repeat interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Because even when you're driving and it's a sunshiny day, you could have maybe somebody speed past you. And then most of us would jump into this reality and go, well, they shouldn't be going so fast. 
which is a judgment, <laughs> which is just an interesting point of view. Uh, or you could be driving along and you could go by a yard uh, that maybe has a bunch of old vehicles in it. So then you're really uncomfortable with that because maybe you don't like old vehicles or it looks junky or something. So then you go into the judgment of that. So it's really just from that place of interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And and it can clear everything uh, as you're driving that you're not even aware you're going into judgment of. And same thing. I mean, you can do it anywhere. You don't have to be driving. I'm just using that as an example. But there's so many possibilities with it because the more that you get out of judgment the more that you'll be willing to be aware. I know it sounds a little bit strange, but every judgment puts a blinder on. And I call blinders like they're the things they put on horses so horses can only see straight ahead. Um, Or actually, I don't know why they put them on, but that's what it seems like. Maybe it's something different. Um, And and it's like we put those blinders on and, and all of those blinders are judgments because you cannot see what doesn't match your judgment. And I'll give you an example. There was a a class that I facilitated with another facilitator not that long ago. And in that class, both her and I spoke of uh, there being times where getting our bars ran didn't feel yummy. So sometimes it can feel like there's a lot of pressure. Sometimes it can feel like for me, sometimes it can feel nauseous. Um, which isn't right or wrong. It's just, we were just talking about our experiences. Sometimes it feels like the best sex ever. Sometimes it feels really uh, uncomfortable. We were just sharing that there could be different things come up during a bar session. And the next day, one of the gals who was at that bars class was talking about how everybody always says how great bars is. And she often feels uncomfortable. And both the co-facilitator and I looked at each other and we said, but we shared yesterday that there's been times for us it doesn't feel great. And she didn't hear that. And she didn't hear that because she judged herself as so wrong for it not feeling so great all the time that she couldn't hear what didn't match her judgment. That was basically she was wrong. And, And that's what we do with judgments. And so the more that you're willing to be an interesting point of view, the more that those judgments will shift and change, the more, well, they'll, they'll go away, actually. You'll just be your infinite awareness that you truly be. All right, I see that I have to go to break. So we will be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. 
From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that we've got coming up around the world. How the heck did we get so lucky? So, uh, first thing, the 21 Days to Choosing Wealth has, oh my gosh, how does it get any better than this? I'm so, so, so thrilled with this challenge. It's just blown my mind how many people have been willing to choose it and really step into creating something totally different with wealth. And you know what? Never shows up the way you think it will. So how does it get any better? And even though it started April 1st, you can join at any point. Your your 21 days will start the day that you join. And if you want to jump ahead, there all of the days are in the file section of the of the members only Facebook group. So you are welcome to join at any point if you haven't already joined us. Uh, and we can just message me or email me or whatever, and we'll get you the the link if you haven't got it somewhere. I'm not sure where we've got it, but we'll we'll find it for you. And it is translated both into German and to French. So please feel free to let your friends know about that too. All right, so I have some live classes coming up in Edmonton starting on May 11th, the five days to change your life near the Edmonton airport. So come on down. You can fly into Edmonton really easily, I'm sure, wherever you live. So on May 11th, Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate the bars. And then on May 12th, I will start the foundation four days and it will be the new foundation. So how does it get any better than that? I am so excited about that. And I actually realized I just jumped ahead in my calendar. So we also have the foundation, the five days in Montreal on April 26th. Seventh, um, and it is in a different location than originally. So, if you had been looking at the location and uh, hadn't registered, please do so. It sure makes my life more ease when I have an idea. But we have changed the location, so the the uh, the new location will be on on the site. Actually, it's just it's a private location, like a residence. So it'll just be the area, so you get an idea. Um, but do register, and you'll get the actual location. All right. So now we'll jump ahead in May and. So starting May 25th is the five days in Lloydminster, Saskatchewan slash Alberta. Lloydminster is actually a border province, so it's both in Alberta and Saskatchewan. So the 25th is bars, and then 26th is four days of foundation. If you've already taken bars, you don't need to take it again. However, check in with your body, because often it really contributes to take uh, another bars class over and over and over again. Uh, and then off to Munich, Germany. So this will be the How to Change Anything with Ease on June 4th and 5th. 
then off to Copenhagen with the same class, How to Change Anything with Ease, on June 18th and 19th. And then in Copenhagen on June 20th, Five Steps to Increase Your Money Flows. Then off to... I've got to jump really ahead in my calendar. Um, Off to London on October 22nd and 23rd. And that will be the class beyond awesomeness. Now we've also got a couple classes coming up and they might be listed by the time this show airs in uh, Cork, Ireland. I'm so thrilled to be going back there. So on the evening of the 7th and the 8th and the, well, the full day of 8th and 9th. So it's a two and a half day class, brand new class. I'm so excited. So excited. Money doesn't give a fuck. That's the name of the class. How does it get any better than that? So uh, details hopefully will be up by the time you listen to this and you can get information. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. And Paul and Melanie are hosting me there. And it's just, it's just, wow. Yay. Uh, so that's that weekend. Now the weekend after, which is the 15th and 16th, is the two days gifts, talents, capacities with entities. In, also in Cork. And yeah, we're, we're looking for some really fun locations for that. So uh, that's Cork, Ireland. Then, like I said, off to London. And then the October 29th and 30th is in Germany. And oh my gosh, I keep not knowing how to say the name of the town. Uh, anyway, and it's also the class Beyond Awesomeness. So uh, please feel free. We'll get it online here right away so that you guys can, can see that because I know that that's not really um, fair to not tell you that the town, which I can't say it, so (laughs) I'll find out how. and we'll get it online too, so you can check it out. And then off to Florida, and we've, we're just kind of actually changing a little bit of the dates, so don't get kind of caught up on what's on the webpage right now, and it's only changed probably by a weekend. I didn't realize that my, uh, my annual sister weekend had already been booked. I, I, made a mistake. So uh, Amy was wonderful enough for me to be able to change it up a little bit. So we'll probably just shift everything a weekend, uh, but we will keep you updated with that. So, all right, let's head back to the show. And the tool that I wanted to talk about next is from the changing problems with money section. And it is the 10% account. And this is probably one of the things that people get the most frustrated with or have the most questions or have the most resistance with. And I mean, it is, it is something that's talked about in access all the time. However, it's also talked about in every money book out there. And that's actually where I first started hearing about it was when I started reading books about money. So by the time I came to access, I'd been aware of it for quite some time. So I started access in, uh, or started listening to a radio show actually in January of 2011. And I actually started my 10% account on the uh, June, in June of 2011. So, you know, for most people choosing access, it takes them longer than that to start the account. But I, I know it was because it was something that I knew would create more for a long time. I just didn't take action until then. And it just happened to be, you know, hearing about it in access assisted me to choose it. And basically what you do is you start an honoring of you account. So that's what the 10% account is. It's not about doing it because Gary says it's a good idea. It's not about doing it because it says it in the manual. It's about doing it as a way to honor you and pay you first. 
The other piece of that is that it's really about starting to be willing to have money. Because most of us are really good at wanting money. (laughs) Most of us are really good at spending money. And probably most of us are even good at creating money. Most of us don't have a clue what it's like to have money. And that is what I have seen to be the greatest gift for me with my 10% account, because it really taught me how to have money. And it's such a gift compared to saving money, you know, because before I would try to save money, save for a rainy day, save money, you want to have it in case something horrible happens, save money. Um, And it never worked for me. (laughs) I always spent it. And usually what I created was some sort of drama trauma around it to have to create it. And so there's, I've got a whole radio show probably in 2014, if you go back in the archives, called uh, Creating Drama Trauma with Money or something like that. And it, it, it's a brilliant show about really how to choose beyond creating drama, trauma with money. Because um, I've never really been what I would call like a friv- frivolous, I don't know how to say that word, uh, spender. You know, it's not like I just go out to spend money. But what I would do is I would create bizarre expenses or things that cost more or, you know, just cr- general drama, trauma with money. And, and so all of my savings would have to get emptied and more. And... What I found with the 10% account is it's an honoring of me. And I really take that very, you know, that, that's very, um, very important to me, I guess I would say. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, that's an honoring of me. And if I don't honor me, nobody else will. So a lot of times we can say, well, if you show the universe with your 10% that you're willing to pay you, then it's kind of like a, you know, you're making a statement. You're saying this, you know, I, I am my number one. And that's one way. And that might be the way that it was required for you to see it. But for me personally, it was really like, actually, this is an honoring of me. Like this, this is a kindness to me. This is to show me that I'm my number one. Um, and really whatever it takes to kind of inspire you. Now, the first probably year and a half that I did it, I did it because I was supposed to. And it didn't really have that much energy for me. And there's a couple things. One, because I was doing it because I was supposed to. I didn't do it from the place of honoring me. The other piece of that is that money really doesn't mean anything to me. I tried to make it mean a lot to me all these years. I really did. Um, And it really doesn't have that meaning to me. I'm aware that I have, not I have, um, I'm aware that I can make more choices with more money. So that's kind of where the relevance of money is for me. I can fly first class. I can uh, stay at nice hotels. I can enjoy different possibilities that I couldn't when I didn't have money. Um, But it doesn't actually mean anything to me. So that was the other gift of of creating the 10% account because it really didn't mean anything to me where I thought it meant everything. You know, I thought money was the answer. It's like, no, money is not the answer. Money is never the answer. Uh, so it's, it's created so much. And the other thing, and this was, so it was 2011 that I started it. And in 2013, I was part of the hosting team for Gary and Dane in Edmonton. And I remember going up to the microphone and I had 
just before that class, I had facilitated a telecall on money. And so I'd done kind of the, the figuring out of when I had my 10% account, or when I didn't have it, and then when I did, and and the math was that my income went up something like, I don't know if it was like 58% or something in the time that I had the 10% account. And I wasn't doing anything different. I had the same business. And of course, I was using the access tools. But I'm very aware that by having the 10% account, that was what created. And at this point, I mean, <laughs> it would be way more than that, that my income has went up in having the 10% account. So, and I remember going up to the microphone and sharing that with Gary, because he was talking about the 10%. And it was just like, I, you know, I just really wanted to contribute and, and have people be aware that it's not something to do. It's actually something that can create more if you're willing and so you put it into whatever you want. You could put it into a bank account. You could put it into a box at your house. You could buy a safe. You could do whatever you want with it. But basically the, the, the point of it is to have access to it whenever you would require it and to never spend it. <laughs> so it kind of sounds a little bit bizarre, uh, but in order to have money, you need to be able to access it. So putting it into, like in Canada, we have these registered retirement savings plans. Putting it into RSPs is not actually going to create more because I can't go and access the money I have in RSPs. I actually have to go, you know, and I would actually pay a, uh, a penalty because I'm taking them out early and it would be a, a process. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't get my money tomorrow. So that's not having money. Like, yes, have whatever you would like, like that also, but that's not part of your 10%. Uh, and once you get to a certain amount and everybody's certain amount is different. So yours will be totally different than mine. But once you get to that certain amount of money, there becomes this ah, energy about it because there's this space because there's this, I have money energy <laughs> and it just, ah, and once you have that, then you can start looking at what you could put that money into that would create more wealth. So still things that you need to be able to sell or, or change into cash so you wouldn't want to buy a house because a house will take more money. So it's not stuff like that. Uh, stuff like antiques where you know you could go. So you want to make sure you're buying them really low and you want you know you could go and get your money, at least the money you spent on it, you know, within 24 hours. And then you start playing with that. And it was a question that I asked Gary about with, you know, creating wealth. And he said, you just need to educate yourself on whatever it is that interests you. So, I mean, if I was totally against antiques and they, you know, I didn't like them, then I mean, obviously that's not going to work for me. Uh, but finding something that, that does interest you and then educating yourself about it. So for some people that's jewelry. And I know for me, like when I kind of hit that point with my 10% account where there was just this space and this ease, then I put, you know, I bought a, a beautiful uh, champagne diamond ring from the antique guild and now I get to see part of my 10% every day, all day. And that actually has created more for me than just having the money in an account. So it's just it depends. But I also know that I could take that ring and sell it within 24 hours for what I paid for it and more. So that's really the energy of the 10%. And then that's where people go, well, then if I can't spend it, what's the point of having it? <laughs> 
which is kind of often when we have that point of view, it's like that's probably the way that they treat themselves too. It's like, what's the point of nurturing me? What's the point of being kind to me? Like, it's that energy. So if you kind of look at it that way, get a sense of what your energy towards having a 10% account is. Or if you have one, get a sense of what that is for you. Because if there isn't that kindness or that nurturing, then they might want to look at that because it's not even about the money. It's about the nurturing for you, the honoring for you, the acknowledgement like, hey, look at look at what I created this month or this week. I like to, to deposit mine on a weekly basis. It's a little bit easier for me to have that money as opposed to try to come up with it. So, you know, say at the end of the month and there's, you know, a much bigger chunk than weekly. That's just a personal thing that I've chose. You can do what works for you, but I would find a way that is fun, that is nurturing, that does create more. And there's a bit of a, I'm going to say like a habit or a routine, like every Friday at four, every Monday at nine, or, you know, whatever it is. So you get into that space of, oh yeah, now's, now's the time to honor me uh, and, and really playing with that. So every, all the resistance that you have about the 10% account, all the resistance you have and the justifications and the reasons you have for not having one or not, um, continuing with one well you just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good battle nine potpock shorts boys beyonds and of course the question becomes who does that belong to like would you really desire not to honor you or are you just aware of everybody in this reality and how they don't honor them yeah so everything that is we destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good battle nine potpock shorts boys and beyonds all right you're gonna head to break and we'll be right back Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about how to change anything with ease. 
Oh my gosh, how does it get any better than this? And uh, we are going to talk about, and this is one of the tools from the Changing Judgment, Struggles, Obstacles, and Fear part of my manual for the class, uh, tool number 24, in fact. And it's something that I, I realize I don't think I talk that much about even though I do it all the time. Uh, And it's about expanding out energetically. Now, again, you might have heard this and you might be like, oh, Glenice, you know, we give me something new. And what if, what if the tools that you are familiar with, the tools that you probably learned about in your bars class are the ones that create more change than you've never imagined possible? but we've judged them as often we do, the crazy that we are, we've judged them that they are something we learnt in bars class. And since bars is the first class, it's nothing, it's irrelevant, it's boring, it's, you know, whatever crazy we might add to it. And what if that's not the case? You know, I often talk about access consciousness being there's weird parts to it. And one of the weirdest parts of access consciousness from my point of view is that it gives you the big guns in the first class, which is bars (laughs) and the tools like expanding out and how does it get any better than this? The question of asking that in case you haven't taken a bars class, um, I highly recommend it. And if you go on the access site, you can actually search your area and find bars classes and any classes coming up. And I so encourage you, especially if you haven't taken a bars class, uh, to, to check it out. Or, I mean, just get a bar session. You'll probably find a bars practitioner in your area also. But that, that's given to us in the first class for a reason. And I was just saying this actually to the class in Regina here. You know, Gary and Dane's target is consciousness. Would they love you to come to every class and create more and more consciousness and choose more and more consciousness? Of course. But their target isn't numbers in classes. Their target is consciousness. So if you go just to the bars class and you never take another class again, you will start creating consciousness just from the bars, getting your bars ran and running bars. So they don't wait until you're in your third or fourth or 15th class to give you the big guns. You get them right in day one. But that's also the biggest tripping point for people because we've been in so many other modalities that have given us the big guns at the end. So people keep thinking, oh, well, then the bars, that's really insignificant. And I mean, not that we want to make them significant, but it's probably not that effective as the tool that I'll get at the next class. And it's like, no. The tools that you get in bars can contribute way more than you probably have ever imagined possible. So if you kind of destroy and create all the points of view about what the tools you have do and what they don't do and allow yourself to play, and this is one of them, and I, like I say, I don't actually, I realize I don't talk about it that much, but I still use it all the time and it's expanding out. So I'm going to take you through it. It's a longer way of doing it just to give you a sense of it, uh, but it's not something you ever have to do this long way ever again, uh, but it's kind of fun. So if you're driving, just uh, you know, keep your eyes open and don't, don't play with us in, in, a, in a meditative way. 
if you are somewhere that you can uh, close your eyes and, and it's safe to do so, then just close your eyes and just become aware of your body, like just so that you're energetically connected with your toes and your legs and your back and your shoulders and your neck and your head down to your fingertips, out to the tips of your ears, so you're just aware of every part of your body. Now expand out into the room around you, so you're going to keep your body where it is, but energetically you're going to expand out. So touching all the walls, energetically the floor and the ceiling, and becoming one with everything in the room. Cool. Now expanding out even more, expanding out into the entire house or building that you're in, all the way down to the basement, all the way up to the attic, all the outside walls, and becoming one with everything within it. And then expanding out into the city or town or acreage, energetically becoming one with everything and everyone then expanding out into the province or the state that you live, all the way north, all the way south, all the way west, all the way east, becoming one with all of the animals, nature, cities, cars, buildings, then expanding out into the entire country that you live, then expanding out energetically into the entire world, So going all the way down to the center of Mother Earth, that beautiful dirt energy, all the way up through the continents, the countries, the oceans, the cities, the people, the animals, the countryside, all the way up to the sky, and now expanding out into beyond the Earth, and beyond and beyond and beyond. Now energetically going to the outside edges as you of the infinite being that you be, noticing that there are no outside edges, that you as the infinite being go on and on forever and ever, below you, above you, and all the way around you. And anything that doesn't allow you to expand in a certain area or expand beyond, 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 just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Expand and expand and expand. And this is the state, this expansion is where you want to spend your day. And so what I first started doing when I got this tool was I would practice it all the time. And of course, we don't have to do it. That was probably, I don't know, two or three minutes. We don't have to do it that long. You can just, in a moment, you can just go expand. Or you can go, (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that or not, I'm in a hotel and there's some really happy people in the hallway, so if you can hear that, that's what's going on. Um, And you just, you know, get into the habit of expanding and and you can also, so you can just say expand, you can also say, okay, I'm going to expand out to the outer edges of me as the infinite being and that will take you, (laughs) or you can do it the long way, it doesn't matter, and I say the long way, but it just takes a little bit longer, but just find a way that works for you that's really quick so that you can totally get into that energy and into those possibilities and into uh, what you actually can create from that space. Because what is so cool, and the reason that I, I took this 
tool and really used it is because when you're expanded, you can't judge. So that is, that was such a lifesaver for me because what would happen is I'd go into the judgment, whether it was of me or somebody else or situation or whatever, and it felt like I was on that hamster wheel and it was back, you know, when I was first starting. So it was like, okay, well, what can I do to change this? Because I knew playing with it wasn't fun anymore. It didn't feel good. It probably never felt good, but I was way more aware that it didn't feel good. And so what I would do is I would just expand out. Because go back to that place, just go back to that expanded space. And now just think, um, you know, judge, judge something about your body or about a person or something. Now notice how you actually energetically contract to do that. And that's why I say when you're expanded, you're not going to be able to play in that as easily. And that's what I love about it. Now, the reason behind that is because the truth is always expansion. The truth is, you know, the truth will always make you lighter. The truth is always that ah, space and a lie is the contraction. And so that's why to judge yourself or somebody else or situation is always a lie. So to do it, you actually have to contract. I mean, how does it get any more cool than that? And the willingness to expand out. And then what I noticed was that the more that I used it, the more my natural state became more and more expanded. So that it was like I was kind of building a muscle. And that's where a lot of people will, you know, spend time with me or come to a class or, you know, have a session or whatever. And they'll, they'll often comment on the space that I be. And it's from years of expanding out and kind of resetting my, you know, what I used to be very contracted and probably only took up, you know, 4% of my body. I was so contracted uh, just because that was the only way I knew how to deal with it here. And I mean, (laughs) that wasn't dealing with it in any way, but it was the only thing I, I could do or thought I could do. So the more expanded you are, that's when you can go to the mall for eight hours and not have a not have it affect you. But when you're contracted, then that little 4% that you're contracted into in your body, it feels like somebody is stabbing you over and over and over in that spot when you're in high energy area or in a lot of, you know, with, or at least it did for me where there was a lot of people around and I just felt like, ugh. So the more expanded you are, the less that this reality will impact you the less you'll allow this reality to impact you because it will just, there's no denseness for it to hit up against. And you don't have to shut your awareness off. You get to be the infinite awareness you truly be and from the infinite space you truly be. And it becomes a totally different way of living and a way of being because then there's all this space and where there's space, there's infinite everything like infinite wealth and infinite joy and infinite happiness and infinite possibilities and infinite creation. And I mean, all of it. So like I say, this isn't something I've talked about a lot, but it is something I still do. And I'll still do like, I'm very aware the moment I contract. And so in the moment that I'm aware I contract is the moment that I expand out no matter what, there's never going to be a time where contracting would create more You know, so when you're walking down the street and you contract because somebody is coming towards you and and maybe you're just aware that their energy is kind of like looking at where your purse is or whatever, and you contract, that's actually not what you want to do. You want to expand out. 
we're taught in this reality to contract and to kind of match their contraction. But you want to do what I call be the most conscious person in the room, which means you don't contract. Even if somebody around you is contracting, you choose not to. You choose to be the most conscious person in the room and consciousness is that expansion. Consciousness is that, that space. So everywhere that you have been matching other people's contractions, instead of creating all new possibilities, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pudpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. The other thing that I would do is I would be aware of the people that I would naturally contract around and really struggle with expanding. And then I would practice that on my own. So I would be at home by myself and I would imagine that person in front of me and I would expand out. And then I would notice when I'd contract and then I'd expand out again. So it was like I was, I was training myself so that when I was in the situation, it was actually more ease for me to expand out. I wasn't, you know, forcing myself in a situation that, um, to, to kind of figure it out in that situation. If, if there was people I was aware of that uh, would, that I would contract with. And for me, there was just often an energy and sometimes a specific person, but there's often an energy of a person that if anybody had that energy, that's where I would contract. And it was kind of like the, I'm trying to think of an old boss I had and how to put her energy into words. I actually really enjoyed her, but she was very much like a dominant pusher, forcer, harsh energy. Even though I like I liked her as a person, she was that energy, and that energy I always played less than with. No matter who, I mean, I'm talking about her, but I mean that can show up in anybody. And I didn't like the energy I chose with that when that energy showed up in my life. I didn't like the energy I chose, so I always, you know, would practice with that energy. So because I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that can choose that energy. Doesn't mean they're always that energy, but they can choose it. And I really, in in my desire to always choose to be the most conscious person in the room, what I know that I have to be willing to be is around every energy and receive the contribution from every energy. And of course, when I react to any energy, then I'm not receiving, I'm blocking. So expanding out is one of the greatest tools that if you are willing to use it and really to be aware and ask your body, sweet body, please be really loud when I contract. So that in the moment you contract, you're one, you're aware of it. And two, you can just energetically expand out and expand out and expand out. And you might find there's certain situations where you have to do it continuously. And that's okay. Don't, don't judge yourself for that. Celebrate. Celebrate that you're willing to have the awareness and celebrate that you're willing to continue to choose it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, guys. I am just so, so thrilled with this class and the possibilities. And I hope to see you somewhere in the world at one of these classes or at one of the other classes. Uh, I'm just, just so, so grateful. So let's finish up with a yummy clearing. So what physical actualization of a phenomenal life, living body, money flows, wealth, opulence, relationships, Uh, career, business, whatever it may be that your heart desires, and even beyond, are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic? Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, my TV show. Uh, last week's, unfortunately, was a little bit, or maybe it was two weeks ago. Uh, for some reason, my, my YouTube's uh, on my computer, the travel computer, uh, I could not get onto it. So uh, it's a little bit late, but it's on there. So, all right, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.